you have all just watched Wynne's whole family just get murdered, and then she made up with herself. Herselves? Wynne still isn't looking top-notch as one wouldn't be after watching your family get murdered. No, I think that, that was fairly rough from all angles. How you doing? Let's go. Okay. Okay. So as you turn to leave, you remember that boom you heard earlier? Yeah. You hear that again, and this time it is as loud as ever before, and the room shakes for a moment, and then all is silent. And as you open the door behind you and step out, the maze is flattened. The, the, The maze is flat to the ground. I don't mean that the hedges are knocked over, I mean that the hedges are flattened down like compressed holograms. You do see some guards, and they kind of flicker and repeat their actions over and over again, like... One is pointing and yelling, and then it flicks back, and it's pointing and yelling, and it flicks back. Uh, you see the bodies that you saw before, the murdered ones, they kind of phase in and out of existence. You're pretty sure you see a f- couple of fires burning around somewhere. There are no statues to yell at you. The rain's falling, but you're not getting wet. And only about 30 feet away is a doorway standing made of crystal. We should probably move quickly. Yeah. This is a little weird. You uh, rush on through and you, you see these, this strange scape changing and shifting as wrong around you. You burst through the door into Artie's hallway. It's crumbling. Artie's Chains hallway? are protruding from every... Yes, Artie's hallway. Chains are protruding from every wall. The walls and ceilings are all massive heavy doors which open and slam and open and slam. Only the floor is secure. Okay. Uh, is there another okay. door on the other side? Yes, there is. Let's go. Uh-huh. Run across. Sprinting across. There are no hazards here. It just is very, very strange and kind of loud. And you hear another boom shaking the place. And uh, you rush into Jill's room and uh, you run face first into the glass pane blocking the way. And you realize that if there was ever any doubt that your trap room was corporeal now, it is corporeal. The glass wall is real. And the traps are all interacting with each other. In fact, because they're interacting with each other, they're going haywire, crashing into each other, running faster and faster until they start to fall apart and break, spraying shards of metal and glass everywhere. The engine is now behind you, and it explodes, and it slows down, billowing smoke, and all the traps sort of crumble away in twisted metal. The way through is clear, and there is a door at the end, but they are very real now, and the glass wall... Uh, shatters in front of you, and you can uh, run through safely. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's just keep running. This is bad. And finally, you burst out into Alviva's room. The treasure is all rusted. The the crystal foes, the bodies, the the crystal elementals you killed, they, they kind of shimmer and struggle. But the biggest thing you see is the statue. Looking up at the statue, Alviva, it's like a veil is pulled away, like something was masking it. And the the illusion fades as if a sheet is being pulled off it, like a transparent sheet. And it reveals that it was never a lady, but it was a statue of Grayson all along. Well, And then as you run over the pit with its big uh, glowing, uh, glowing base, it starts to flicker. Don't like it. Just keep going. Don't like it. You, you run and you run and you, you can see the, the treasure... It's, it's all corroded now. There's nothing of value here. And you run up to the top and you burst through the door back into the hex room. The four of you 
have come out of the door that was sealed. The rest of your doors, they all have their sconces and they all have their black flames. But the doors that you went through are cracked and shattered and caved in. Hmm. And there is one last boon. And with that strike, the world shakes a bit and shifts. And there is a new, suddenly a new letter folded up on the pedestal before your eyes. Okay. Uh, let's, let's, let's check it out. Who wants yep. to read the letter? Wynne goes forward and plucks it up. The trials have been conquered, and now here the party stands. You faced your broken hearts, but still you took each other's hands. With balance found within you and your friendship holding tight, take up your darkened torch and march into the burning light. Go free the stolen princess from within the frozen stone. Absorb its light with darkness and destroy her crystal throne. To demonstrate your balance, to rebuke her tragic fate, revive her with a kiss that carries equal love and hate. Equal love and hate. We are going to kiss a princess. <laughs> Can't believe it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Let's 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 go. Yeah. At least this one's really clear. <laughs> and I grab my torch. <laughs> I'll grab mine. We all grab our torches. You take up your torches, and you all step. Uh, do, you, do you go through the the throne room yeah. door? The throne room. Yeah. And this is where you stand. You can you could swear that the crystal is brighter now, but all this brightness is for nothing because your flickering torches basically suck its darkness into it. It burns. The light would burn, but you can see the torches pulling it into themselves. Right. Okay, let's uh, let's 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 get up there. Let's get up there. I was only able to go like ten feet before. I assume that it's much easier this time. I was about to say yes. You you step forward and the light. You can. It's like you feel the radiance of the light, and then it's just redirected straight into the torches. The as you climb the stairs, the light burns brighter and hotter, but you are protected by this darkness. And when you will reach the top, uh, the flames in your torches reach out towards the crystal as if they're trying to touch it. It's so bright. Oh wow! Ooh, what do you do? I guess keep going up towards the, towards the the towards the top the of the yeah the ziggurat. You reach the top of the ziggurat. You see the blue crystal, and inside is an indistinct figure. And your torches reach out at like the flames are pulling towards it, as if there's like being sucked in towards this, this crystal. Should we all touch it? Should we touch the crystal with the torches? Yeah, let's try to touch it with our torches. Yeah, that's a good call. The light is so bright, and when you touch your torches to it, it shatters and goes dark, and a half-elf lies before you. She is very short, with a full head of curly blonde hair and electric blue skin. Oh, she- But to all of you, ex except Artie, the face is known. This is to Arthur of Kryn. What? 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 <laughs> she is wearing a beautiful courtly dress made of shimmering silks, and she clutches a simple staff to her chest made of fine but otherwise plain wood. Guys, the princess is blue. That means I get the kisser first. <laughs> when Jill and Alviva, when you last saw her, she looked like this. Yeah. Now. Yeah. 
Now she looks a little bit more like this. Ha! Tuatha White's skin blue! Why did Tuatha turn blue? Maybe it's her magic? Her magic is odd. Well, you know her? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when we told you about how we went to Kryn that one time? Um, something, something, dead dragon. Yeah. Something, something, hot boys. Right, there were hot and... boys. There was also a hot girl, the hot the hot lady I told you about. Hot ladies. Yeah, tiny hot lady. Is her. Yeah. Oh, it's the one you, you're jealous of. I don't know that I'm jealous. <laughs> you're a little jealous. <laughs> I don't think I'm jealous. <sighs> All right, somebody's got to kiss. You know what? You know what? I actually, you know, I'm actually going to take a step back from the, uh, from the princess kissing. No, I, 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 honestly, I, if anybody both loves, loves and hates her, Jill. No! Jill, I, I think it has to be you. Oh, yeah, it does say hate. Jill, I think it has to be you. It might have to be you, because I'll be honest. Despite, definitely for sure knowing this person, I have no emotional <laughs> connection. Or and I just liked her. I never I never hated it. feelings about this person at all. It's almost like uh, I wasn't there. Uh, nah, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe you read the poem wrong. Maybe it was a different thing, actually. You want to read it? Yeah, sure. And she there will, she will pour See? over it. Love and hate. She looks hot, but I don't know her. Doesn't have to be a kiss. It says a kiss. It says a kiss. It doesn't say where, which sounds like that's nastier, but I just mean it could be just like a forehead kiss. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, Jill. This is a game of choices. Juliana just kind of scowls. She's going to be really fucking smug about this later. <sighs> All right. So how is how is Tuatha lying? Laying? Lying? I'm an English major. Tuatha is lying uh, on a piece of broken rock that, like, almost has her draped dramatically over it. Her hair flows out behind her, and her head is tilted back. Lips... <laughs> Freely available. Okay. All right. Juliana will basically position herself. Will basically, uh, I think she's going to slide an arm under her shoulders, prop her up a little, cradle her neck. Be like, all right. Wake up, your highness. Your knight in shining armor is here. Oh, I hate this so much. And she will kiss her on the lips. <laughs> okay. And Tuatha... You gasp awake to find Juliana's uh, mouth pressed to yours. Jake Mason, hello. What do you do? Hi, Jake. Hello. I just got here. Everything <laughs> cool? Everyone He's... doing good? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Hi, Jake. Yeah. You definitely haven't been here for the last two hours. <laughs> yeah. What's up? The girls are smooching. So I wake up in Jill's arms. Uh-huh. Do I wake up mid kiss or post kiss? I think that, mid I think kiss. That is oh, mid, absolutely. Yeah, I think mid kiss. <laughs> okay, um, then I just run with it. I'm just gonna run with it, <laughs> and I'm gonna lean, I'm gonna lean in. <laughs> Juliana, you feel Tuatha's tongue slip into your <laughs> mouth. Uh, just like ah! man, they're really taking their time with it, huh? Uh, <laughs> yes, she did close her eyes. Eyes pop open. Ah! I also open my eyes uh, at this. You gaze into each other's souls for the briefest of moments. What you doing? Hi. Hi, Tuatha. Hey. 
Yeah, she's awake. Uh, Jillian is going to abruptly stand up. And just drop her. Okay, you drop you <laughs> drop two Arthur back onto the rocks. A little bit. Ow. Yeah, she's awake. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, we're fine. We're cool. It's cool. It's fine. It's fine. She's crossing her arms, drumming her fingers. Not that that wasn't wonderful, but what is, what? hey, what's going on? Uh, uh, we got a poem that you needed to be woken up by a kiss that was both love and hate. We thought you would know, okay. actually. Welcome to the Crystal Palace. To Arthur, quick question. Yeah. Why are you blue? Oh, um... Oh my god, when you can't just ask somebody why they're blue. <laughs> it just has some... <laughs> um, it's a... I mean, it's a short story. I it, Magic. You know how it goes. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. that's what we thought. Okay. Yeah, I... I there was a... I it, It's not important. Um, so... But I'm blue now. Uh, and I have to get it dispelled. And I just got my height and age dispelled. So I gotta get back there. It's a, it's a mess. Well, Magic's a mess sometimes. Did you get it even shorter? I should be normal. I should be regular height. I should be five seven, because these are all things I had decursed. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned that. So wait, two Arthur and Jill are the same height? Holy shit! What? Yeah. Oh, is is wait? Is Jill only five seven? I was like five seven or five eight. I can never remember. It's five seven. Yeah, I remember. Taller than me in real life. So yeah, I mean, same. <laughs> five four. Oh man. Uh, I, I, I eke out at five, five, but I don't know. That's like when I first get up in the morning, <laughs> like when my back is great, <laughs> it's I'm five, five. Jillianna realizes that if Tawasa stands up, she can look her in the eye and it's like, ah, oh, that's even weirder. Oh, you've, lo- you've lost your only, <laughs> your only advantage <laughs> over her. Tawasa, the last thing you remember is going to bed for the night. Hmm. Oh, oh, are y'all, Just are you, normal d- evening. are you dream, are you dream use? Maybe. Well, I mean, we're also real uses, but we kind of were, we kind of pulled, got pulled into a dreamscape. I figured this was yours. Have you been writing poetry? Mm, very rarely. Um, also, Vive, you seem different. How's it going? <laughs> Good, yeah. Oh, yes, uh, by the way, Alviva is different now. And also, this is Artie. Artie. Me to Arthur. Hello. Hi. Artie waves. When'd y'all get a handsome fish prince? It was a while now, actually. Actually, not too much longer after <laughs> uh, after after we there's, met. Oh, there's no prince. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he's a king. He's and a I, king. And I went. Oh, okay. oh, oh, yeah. No, me too. What's up? <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. You're what? Wait, are you? Is I'm sorry. Are you a dream princess or are you princess for real? You have to tell me. It's entrapment, or else it's, it's entrapment. Like entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> you a cop? No, I'm not a. I'm not a princess. That's no. I'm a queen. Uh, it's, what? Similarly a mess. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, what is it with heart royalty? This hilarious and wonderful conversation uh, is interrupted by a boom. The whole place shakes. Okay, so you haven't been doing that. However, the boom this time ends with the sound of shattering glass. Hmm. And to Arthur, your plain wooden staff... Uh, floats out of your hands and stands up on its own. Mm. And light from all around you swirls from the ceiling, and you realize that the ceiling is cracked now, and light flows out of it, out of the cracks and into your staff, swirling the same blue as the world around you, and it transforms before your eyes. There is now a six-foot-long rod of flawless crystal. It has an ornamental piece at its end. It resembles two crescent moons stuck back-to-back, 
uh, with one of them cupping upwards and the other one cupping down. And in the center of the ornament is a fist-sized sapphire. And those of you who were present for the Fallen Gods crossover episode would recognize it as the staff of Mishikael. See, it's funny because I was there, but I was just like, oh, I know that staff. I'm that nerd. I read Dragonlance. <laughs> yes, you did. I just gesture over to the staff and go, ta-da, and take it. W- w- was that you? No, it just does that sometimes. Out of the staff shines a projection, sort of help me Obi-Wan Kenobi style, and you will see a person before you. Physically, she resembles whoever is looking at her, but a version of her with glowing white eyes and not quite touching the ground. But you can all tell just from looking that she is a, that this is a projection to represent something far greater and with far more power. And the figure looks around at each of you and rubs its eyes and said, that was annoying. Uh, what? Are, are you the one that's that's been doing this crystal thing? Hi, what's up? Is this, hey, is this? Hello. Are you Mr. Kyle? Are you in the, are you the, or are you someone else? What are we doing here? Hi, I am, don't, wow, this is strange. Yes, I am a projection of Mishikael, but I'm projected through your consciousnesses, which is a very strange experience. Wait, wait, okay. wait, wait. That was, that was, wasn't that the god that Takaris was? Oh no, you're another god. This is a god, yeah, she's a god of uh magic? I'm not quite sure. Magic, magic yes. Yeah, magic, yeah. Oh. She's mostly a staff. We must be brief. I cannot... Hi. I'm sorry. I can't sustain my presence here for long. Tuatha, did you know that a night hag has been plaguing your dreams? No. Why would... Why would... What, why my dreams? What did I do to her? You're a font of magic, Tuatha. Uh-huh. The night hag Malkes has been plaguing your dreams, and she's been draining your life and your magic. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Wait, why is everybody here then? Why? Okay, all right. So, Night Hag, eating my Let dreams. Let me speak. Okay. <laughs> I am not in the fullness of my power, and I realize the danger too late to warn you. But for the sake of my husband, Paladine, who honor, whom you honor, mm. I intervened in the only way I could. It seems to have created a demiplane where I and Malchus both have limited power and trapped you in an impenetrable cage to protect you, and summon entities whom it deemed powerful enough to assist you. That's us. Hi. 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 And she looks around at the rest of you. I imagine that would be you. Yeah, we're very powerful entities. Your wild magic also seems to have set puzzles and challenges to ensure that you will, that you people alone could free Tuatha from the cage. I could not access the cage till you broke it, and neither could Malchus. I'm pretty sure lots of people love and hate Tuatha in equal measure, so... Yeah, that's, oh yeah, super. I mean, that's of weird. the four people here, you're the only one who did. <laughs> Alright, look. You were the only qualified applicant here, and a great kisser, so don't worry about that, if that's what you're nervous about. Uh, there you go. Now <laughs> you don't even have to worry about with Lockless. Please, oh. I don't have much time. Oh, sorry. Yes. Malchus, yeah, yeah, go on. Malchus and I fought earlier. And I managed to drive her away temporarily. But she interfered in the puzzle rooms, and it was all I could do to make things achievable. She masked the statue of Grayson, so I triggered an alternative solution. She made the trap hallway a thousand times worse, so I took away its tangibility. You're the one who broke Artie's door. 
She made the room impossible, so I broke it. And then she fought me directly, so sadly I could not help with the maze, and she turns to win and bows slightly and says, I'm sorry. Our battle did destroy it in the end, though. I'm sorry if I frightened you with the sounds. But it was all I could do to remain here in the demiplane against her will. Oh, she wasn't actually after us when we were in the maze. She was after you. When a goddess with waning power fights a powerful night hag, there is collateral damage. Okay, so how do we stop her? Well, my power wanes further, and there is not much I can do to help. I can restore your strength to fight her yourselves, but that will take all my strength, and then she will force me out. So if you have any questions, ask them now. We can't, like, wake up and then Tuatha can go kill this night hag in the real life. You're not asleep, child. You're in a demiplane. Okay, if the hag dies in the dream, she dies in real life? <laughs> is Yeah. Is that how that works? If any of us die in the dream, if any oh, of us God. die here, this is real life. <laughs> no. We are on the prime material plane. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, now I feel real guilty about bringing you here. Eh, you didn't do it on purpose. No. Also, everyone's eyes are kind of puffy. What happened up? You know, I don't want to know. It seems personal. A lot of feelings. Okay. It's been it's been a lot today. Uh, would you like to do violence about it? I could stand to do some violence. We're always up for violence. Uh, what do we need to know? Is there anything about the night hag that we need to know? What like, is what, a night hag? What's the best way to fight her? All I can say is, be ready for anything. Don't expect this to be your usual. And and she pauses for a moment and says, do you people usually fight night hags? No, what's a uh, night hag? Not yet. <laughs> Yo, is that a witch? Night hags are fiends who eat dreams and then kill the people whose dreams they eat and then enslave their souls forever. Oh, fiends! Great! How do they feel about radiant damage? I don't know. I've never <laughs> fought one on this plane. Can we hit them? If I do a smack, will it hurt? I'm sure you can try. She looks a little out of her depth, and, and the hologram of her actually flickers a bit, and she says... Okay, I'm very sorry, I must go. She's been stuck in that staff for a while, so... Before we do, she claps her hands together and spreads them, and you are all healed back to full, and to Arthur, you are elevated to 12th level. Oh, Hot shit. Dog. Ooh. Damn. And with that, uh, the hologram disappears, and the staff turns from blue back into uh, plain wood. I just did a long rest because I'm lazy. <laughs> yes, do your long rests. Yeah. Yeah, mechanically, we got a long rest. I hadn't yes. taken any damage, because Alviva doesn't like to go where people can hit her. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. That's what I do. Yeah. So you all turn and march down the uh, um, down the ziggurat. You see on this map how there is a long uh, stone bridge? Yes. Consider that to be a zoomed out effect, because now I'm activating it, and this is what the bridge actually looks like up close. Rad. Oh. There's a bunch of little crystals and there's some intense lighting effects. Yeah. Indeed. So you stand on the stone bridge suspended over a void. Out of the ground grow many blue crystals, large and small. Some provide cover, some do not. There are glowing puddles on the ground as well of this same liquid that you could see around the ziggurat. As you step down here... In front, a figure phases out of the darkness. 
an elf woman with curly black hair and finally approaches you, clapping slowly. A blaster. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Anna. <laughs> Aviva immediately starts blasting. So I started. Do blast. you immediately start blasting? I would start blasting because it's it's it's. Oh, it's the, I, I want to hear a monologue though. I listen. Well, whether or not the blasting works, I'm just saying that after everything that happened in Win's thing, I just start blasting. <laughs> okay, you blast her, and she lifts up her hand, and a magic shield appears in front of her and deflects the the thing. Yeah, that's as that's, she casts shield. that's fine. <laughs> Yeah. That's legit. And she says, You took my meal. You worthless swine. I was going to eat a sorcerer. And Olivet flings her arms forward and splits in two. What stumbles forward out of her is a crystalline figure of Olivet, leaving behind a figure of a wounded Arturos. And she says, I can't believe you would go to all this trouble just for one measly bitch. Oh. And she flings her arms forward again. And this uh, figure of Arturos uh, staggers forward crystalline. And then she says, um, but leaving behind her, she now looks like Grayson, all withered and rotted dead as you last saw him. A little worm comes out of her eyeball. Oh, fuck you. And she says... Who are you to come in here and interfere with my business, with a goddess no less? And she flings that forward, and Crystalline Grayson staggers forward. And then, uh, now, she looks like Lachlan. <gasps> Rude! But something's wrong with him. His jaw is sitting funny. And she says, I guess there's no point messing around. Gloves are off. And last of all, she flings this apparition of Lachlan forward who crystallizes, and you see her true form at last. A hunched-over figure, on first impressions humanoid, probably about five feet tall normally, but she has this hunch in her back that takes her down to a mere four feet. Her hair is long and black. It was once braided, but now it's muddy and matted, and she has sickly purple skin covered in boils. Bones are threaded through her hair, and small horns protrude from the sides of her skull. Her robes are filthy and torn and discoloured, and they smell of sulphur and rot. Her hands and feet are all bare and bloodied. Half her digits have long-pointed nails, while the other half seem to be broken or torn off. Around her waist is a belt of skulls covered in scratches and gouges. Each of them has these glowing eyes coming out of the centre. Around her wrists and ankles and neck are these, and, and her crown, her forehead, are strings of discoloured bones and shriveled ears and sunken eyeballs worn like jewellery. You look upon the true form of Malkes, and she claps her hands together, and one last time, crystal forms around her body. Please roll initiative. Cool friends of yours, Tuatha. So... I don't know. I don't know her, or I do, and I have forgotten who this is. In which case, <laughs> I'm very sorry. That's relatable. It happens, <laughs> <laughs> right? Look, we're all just people, after all. Stuff, stuff just happens. <laughs> yeah, all these crystal people—they're like, I don't know them. So I'm assuming that's that's kind of your stuff <laughs> that came with you. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, that's our stuff. Yes, we had some emotional baggage. Okay, that one's Lachlan. I know that one. 
Everybody else here is new to me. <sighs> that's 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 my dad. <laughs> oh, it's a me. That oh yeah, that one is our. That's, that's true. That's a one noble is... lady who's torturing the land my family's on. Yeah, that's a shitty landlord. That's rough, buddy. Old Lancel is a shitty. And that's you know, my not boyfriend. It's your boyfriend, Jill. Y'all haven't figured that out. You haven't put a ring on that yet. I mean, we've gone out a couple of times. We made out a bunch, but I'm just not Ooh. totally sure if we're like official. Have you have you tried asking? I'm working that's on what it. I said. Okay. Just seems like the easiest way to go about solving that. <laughs> Juliana, you see Lachlan's crystalline form stumble forward and swipe at you with these long, extended crystal claws. And how many attacks can it make? Oh, that's three. So the first one is a 21 to hit. Uh-huh. Second is a 15. Uh-huh. Third is a 26. Uh-huh. So that's two hits. So you take uh, 17 and 16 piercing damage as it lashes out at you with its long, messed up claws. So I take 33? You take 33 piercing damage. Wait, can I parry? She's right next to me. You can parry. Uh, wait, no. Is parry for yourself or for others? Let me see. Hold on. Depends on if you have the protection fighting style or not. Well, give me one sec. Okay, so each of those had uh, each of those is reduced by three of its piercing damage because I have heavy armor master. So that's minus six. So thirty three minus six is twenty seven. Okay, that's good. Twenty seven. Also, I okay. will. I need to make a little retcon. Okay. Uh, I made a mistake. They do not have three attacks. They have two, and only the first two hit you. So you only take the seventeen, not the sixteen. Okay. That's my bad. Okay. Seventeen minus attention. three is fourteen. Okay, so I just take fourteen. I apologize for the confusion there. That's my bad. Okay. The one that looks like wounded Artie steps up, and Arturos, uh, it makes its multi-attack at you. This is much more messed up than when two Arties were kissing each other. <laughs> uh, the first one is a critical miss. Sweet. And the second one is a dirty 20. Oh, uh, that hits? That's 13 um, piercing damage. I'm just going to go ahead and parry. <laughs> yeah, sure. Damage is reduced by three so i take 10 damage okay win all right you're up yeah uh win uh standing in the back next to alviva stares forward for a moment and then says jill I, I think we have the perfect spell for this um i think we do right uh she kind of claps her hands a few times rubs her hands together and she goes okay just a little bit of drama ping and she kind of says and she says this aloud and as she says it there's another ping uh, ahead of her uh, and that's going to be Shatter. I'm going to upcast it to third level. Very nice. I'll select some tokens and roll some con saves. Yeah, yeah. Crystal things don't like Shatter, it turns out. Huh. Do they all roll with disadvantage? Yeah, they all roll with disadvantage. Okay, let's roll that a second time. And that's uh, 19 damage on them. Yeah, a creature made of inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage <laughs> on this saving throw. Okay, so if the DC is 17, then... I didn't realize there was a disadvantage button, so I just need to check each one manually, like a pleb. <laughs> so the first one, its lowest save was a 7. Yeah. The second one, its feel. lowest save was a 14. Third one, its lowest save was a 9. Mm -hmm. And fourth one, its lowest save was a 15. So they all Hell fail. Hell yeah! <laughs> that means and 19 damage deal, to all of them. You deal full damage to each of them as this explodes. Uh, and as that finishes, um, she says... 
just a little bit of glamour, uh, claps her hands again. Uh, and while last time there was kind of like this weird ashy dust, this time there's like a little bit of spark to it. There's like, it's kind of like when you strike flint against stone. Uh, there's just a yeah. shimmer of spark and it kind of uh, flatters uh, around everybody. I'm going to spend a bardic uh, so everybody gets the uh, plus eight temp HP. Ooh. Nice. And uh, can move up to their speed if they want. Oh, sorry. It's plus 11 temp oh, HP. Oh, plus 11. Dope. Level yeah. up, baby. No, not plus 811. Oh, mine's trying to get me <laughs> I just to accidentally did 118. Eight. Mine's like, you said eight. That's what you get. <laughs> there we go. And I can move my speed. I should probably yes. move to where I can see everybody. Yeah, everybody can move up to their speed. Oh, sweet. Artie can just... <laughs> Artie can just hit the hack. <laughs> you can go and hit the hag if you want, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, I forget, is there, I forget, does this trigger attack of opportunities or not? No, it does not. Okay, dope. Artie, uh, flits through all of these crystals to the hag directly, yeah. Alright. She is, stands before you, her skin is, looks purple, but it is covered with this crystal, uh, coating that you can see. Uh, I'm basically like all of uh, like all of our all of our crystal guys are still in kind of a cluster, so I'm just rotating around. So I'm to the west of that group now instead of to the south. Yeah, uh, and I've moved kind of. I've deked around the side and the edge of the bridge, more or less. So I'm next to the arty crystal. I have yeah, I've crisscrossed with uh with Vive. So I've actually gone into melee range, which is slightly unusual. But uh, Alviva looks very pissed off. <laughs> nice. All right. Does that end your turn, Win? Yep, that's all my turn. Win, if that's the end of your turn, then to Arthur, you're up. I'm just going to check. I'm not muted, right? I thought I... Nope. No, you're not. No, you're good. Okay, good. All right. Because I, I muted myself to open uh, a can, and <laughs> I just like, oh, <laughs> hope I unmuted. Um, all right. I'm going to... A can of whoop-ass? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. So everyone can see my roll, so I can't lie if I wanted to. Um, not that I do that. No, not at all. <laughs> no. Not that you would ever do that. No, because, like, first of all, failing is funnier than succeeding most of the time. But mm -hmm. I'm, so like... It's, it, it's for entertainment. We can lie a yeah. little. It's, um... I'm, yeah. I'm, like, juiced up, right? Because I'm in, like, a demiplane that somehow, for some reason, gave me five levels of, <laughs> of yeah. power into my body. Yeah, welcome to 12. Mishikael has powered you up. You are now juiced as hell. You're fucking Super Saiyan. I like the idea that, like, little veins of crystal magic are running under your skin right now. Okay. I am going to use... Did you say that the hag is also covered in crystal? Yes. Okay. I don't know how that would affect... But she does not appear to be made of it, simply covered by it. Okay. I don't know how crystal affects lightning, so I'm going to hold off on that until I know. But I am going... Uh, you can make an arcana check to, to figure that out if you want. Oh, yeah. Let me do that. 15. With a 15, uh, you know that uh, creatures like this typically don't have any special resistances to lightning. Oh, hot damn. I'm going to use a spell that I don't have, that I do have right now, but I normally don't because I'm much lower level. And I'm going to use chain lightning. Yeah. Ooh. Nice. Very cool. And I'm going to go ahead and blast the hag with that because I got 150 feet of it. So I'm going to hit her first. And then which bolts do you make it jump to? Which uh, critters? I get three. I can I can hit three from here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump over the Olivet and hit the Lachlan, the Grayson, and the Wounded Artie. Okay. So they have to make a deck saving throw. I'll select various entities and make deck saves. Nice. That's nice. 
All right, so Malkes made a 14. You love to see it. The statue of Olivet, Grayson, and Wounded all did really bad. I think that in was... Fact, every single one of them failed. Gonna be Lachlan instead of Olivet. Yeah, it was Lachlan instead but of Olivet. it's the same but... bonuses. Oh, yeah. My mistake. My mistake. But yes, they're all the same creature. Uh, damage. Boom. Whoa! Uh, 49 damage. 49. Hey. To, I yeah. believe, each of them? Is that how that works? Yeah. Yeah. That, no, I... Hmm. Okay, I'll let you choose once. Do you want to roll all your damage once and let it hit all at once, or do you want to roll each time? You, you'll you have to stick with this choice for every spell from now on. I'll just roll it once. I'll just roll it once. I'll take the good and the bad on that one, because like, that 49 is pretty yeah. nice. So so the statues of Olivet, Grayson, and Lachlan shatter into pieces. Yeah, they looks. collapse. They the, the shards collapse to the ground. And they are dead. Jillian's mouth hangs open and looks down at Tuatha and looks over at Tuatha like, "Oh shit!" I just, I like, just pulled my finger, like my hand in the air, and snapped, and lightning came out of it, and then murdered them. All of that one is still alive. It was the wounded Artie was the other one, because like that one seemed really personal, so I didn't want to step on anyone's toes. (laughs) Um, And the other two, I just had to pick other uh, targets. But yeah, so the lightning just like jumps out of my hand, hits Malcast, bounces off of her, hits three of the the other ones, and I'm just like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. That's neat. <laughs> I was so worried about whether I'd have to pull my punches on this fight. Clearly I don't. <laughs> wow, okay. Wow. That's impressive. And in fact, it is now Malcast's turn. From from one lightning user to another. <laughs> wow. I learned it from watching you. I learned it from you, Dad. Yeah. Oh, no. Jilliana does actually, like, fluster a little at that. Might have been the kiss. Maybe you gave me some lightning powers. I don't know. I just, uh, sh- sh- wow. Shit. Fuck. Oh, God. No, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Malchus simply starts by stepping forward five feet away from Artie. Artie's got a reach weapon, so... <laughs> yeah, so your attack of opportunity yeah. doesn't trigger because you have a reach weapon. And then she moves diagonally into Jill's radius and out of yours. Arturos, what do Dang you it. do? You get an attack of opportunity. Yeah, you now get an attack of opportunity. You do get an attack of opportunity oh. if you want. I mean, I'll take the attack of opportunity. I think given the option to do a hit and not do a hit. <laughs> given the option to do a hit or not do a hit, I'm going to do a hit. A 17 meets her armor class. Uh, roll your damage and then I'll tell you what happens. That's an 11. Cool. So she takes 11 slashing damage. It hacks into her armor, and her armor explodes back at you. And you take 35 Whoa! piercing oh, damage. Rude. I can't even dodge. Is that... I have a question. Real question? I have, I have a question, Anna. Is that a spell? Yes. That's armor of Agathis, mm. but modified. So is that a yes or no? So is that... Oh, yes, armor of Agathis is a spell. Uh... Oh no, it's oh. Okay. it's not a spell, uh, as in it's not something you can counter spell. It's okay, something you can spell. However, you can dispel if you have a dispel. I don't think I don't have dispel. I have reg- I just have regular counter spell because it's like flashier to be like no than yeah. to turn something off. So it's kind of my guiding star with Tuatha is I don't have dispel prepare. It's impressive. Yeah. I've never figured out how to counter spell. I've got that spell. Me. <laughs> so Artie gets hit and he goes, Oh, guys! Ow! Range! Range attacks! I will remember that when she is not in my radius. <laughs> and she looks back at you and laughs. She steps back a little further, sorry, steps down a little further, closer to uh, 
everyone really except Arturo's. And then steps five feet more into um, Juliana and to Arthur's squares of influence. Mm, I don't like that. On to Arthur, she sees. She says, "You were going to be delicious." I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody does say she's a snack. And she lashes out at you with some claws. Initially, a fifteen to hit does not hit. And her second attack is a twenty to hit does hit. And you take uh, fourteen slashing damage from that. Don't worry, I'll apply the damage. Rip. So your temp HP is gone. Oh, so that's only like three damage. So I'm like, oh, okay, that wasn't bad. It hurts, but less. And then she claps her hands together and slams them on the ground. And crystals burst and erupt from the ground around her. Okay, I know that's a spell. Uh, that's not a spell. <laughs> not a spell? That's not a spell. Juliana and Tuatha, I need you both to make strength saving throws. Okay. <sighs> That's an 11. Uh, that is a 20. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's wow. a dirty 20 from the baby. A, um, I have I surprisingly defined arms, but that's about as far as my strength goes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Juliana, your movement speed is re- reduced to zero until you make a successful strength save to break out. Fuck's sake. And you both, uh, Tuatha, you'll take half damage from this. Okay. I didn't slap it away hard enough, I guess. Uh, no. The crystals still deal uh, to Juliana. They deal 15 piercing damage. Okay. Uh, sorry, slashing damage. And to Tuatha, they deal half of that. Okay. Then, the uh, one of Olivet, the uh, crystal figure, let's say it turns around and goes for Artie, and it lashes out with its multi-attack. Poop. So the first roll to attack is a 13 and the second Doesn't is a hit. 27. That hits. 27? Jesus Christ, calm down. <laughs> We're having friends here, Olivet. What's going on? Uh, you take 13 piercing damage, Artie. And then, uh, next up, Arturos, it's your turn. Oh, shit. Artie's gonna go ahead and... Listen, he's they're already so close. Might as well do hits. Some hits! Okay. So, as you reach out to attack... Uh, it immediately morphs into your own face, and I'm going to need you to make an intelligence saving throw, please. Oh That's no! So rude. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredibly rude of you. That's an eleven. Okay, with an eleven, you lift up your your glaive, and you see that it looks like you, and you can't do it. You just you can't hit it. You either need to redirect that attack, which you can't because there's no one else close by, or lose it. I'm afraid. So there's no option then, right? Yeah, there's not really any option. Yep. Sorry, you've lost the attack because it morphed into your face. But that's just, that's just, is that the whole action or is that just an attack? Is that my whole act? Yeah. Is that my whole action or just that single attack? No, it is your entire action needs to be redirected to someone else or lost. Ah. All right. Well, I guess we lose it. Balls. Sorry, fam. This is uh, just a reflavored sanctuary spell. First level. Oh, huh. I believe Jill has access to this. Yeah, I use that against, uh, against, uh, Vampire. Alright, uh, Alviva, you're up. Well, screw that. I'm gonna run up to smash the fake Artie that's bothering real Artie. Since it burned its reaction to, uh, do that to Artie, it can't do that to you. Uh, make your attacks, please. Excellent. And I also, so I'm going to use a bonus action 
and basically drop one of my normal swords because replaced with it is a basically the shadows around in this weird crystal-y place form into oh, this yes. sword of solidified gloom in Ooh. my hand which is a shadow blade nice and so I am going to use that, which actually, so this place looks kind of gloomy. I don't know if it actually is dim light. Would uh, you call this it is, dim? This is dim light, yes. Excellent. So I also <laughs> get advantage when I'm using that one. All right. Cool. Okay. So I'm going to use that as my first attack. Cool. And attack with advantage. I'm also flanking. And that looks like a nat uh, 20. Oh, oh shit. Nat 20 crits. <laughs> Hell yeah! Nav Squad always pays his debts. Gem Jammer is performed by Annie Creighton, Anna Emmeline, Alexi Peppers, Rio Rios, Kit Walker, and Mackenzie Weaver, and is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs are by Rio Rios, who you can find at vriosart on Twitter, and our cover art is by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. Check out our website at crookedrussiancam.horse or .gay. You can also find bonus Gem Jammer content at patreon.com slash thegemjam, including Juliana's private diary, as well as bonus content for our other shows. Thank you very much for listening, stay safe, and we'll catch you next time. An elf lies before you in the half-elf? ruins of this. She is very short. Half-elf. With a full... <laughs> half-elf, sorry. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> then let me start that again, because I clearly know what's going on. <laughs>